Formula One is back in Monza, the temple of speed, in front of the Tifosi, with fast straights, tight braking zones, and undoubtedly the best podium on the calendar. In this episode, we talk about Nick de Vries and his amazing drive for Williams, the Monza curse, and why Bert Mylander may not be as busy in 2023. I'm Andrew Elliott. I'm here with my buddy David Proud, and we'd like to welcome you to this special Italian edition of the Tired and Exhausted podcast. If you like what you hear, please share us with your friends and family. Remember to go to tiredandexhausted.net for all previous episodes. It's great to have you with us. So, Monza. One of your one of your favourite tracks, or I really like this track. Yeah, I mean, I like playing it on, on the computer game, which is normally my version of saying that I really like it. It's just there's not much to dislike about it. I think it's a nice track. Yeah, it could be there could be a few more sweeping curves for my liking. I mean, it's a shame they don't use the old banked track mm. um, from like, you know like the classic Monza track. Um, that would have been amazing. Probably a bit dangerous now. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a classic though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's got amazing heritage, and the the Tifosi obviously are, are always amazing there. Um, you know, it's always a great atmosphere. Probably has the best podium of any yeah. circuit. You know, the overlooking the you know the, the track. That's amazing. I don't know why they don't do that on you know on all the new ones. You well, know, why, why they don't replicate it because it's such a great idea. I just think it's the reason why I like it on the computer games is it's it's a it's a what I would call a beginner circuit. It's not too taxing. I mean, you've got a hair down the straight and time slamming on the brakes. Because if yeah, you get that wrong... It's a point you, and squirt gone. track, yeah. isn't it? Where you kind of, you know, it's like fast straight and then right angle bend, fast straight, right angle bend. Yeah, um, so anyone like just starting to learn the uh, Formula 1 tracks, it's it's a great beginner one to, to get your head round. Yeah, and it's one of those tracks where all the manufacturers bring... They bring a completely different car to Monza than any other track you know they're, they're always got the least amount of downforce always really slippery really kind of skinny you know rear wings um but yeah it's good it's good um so quali oh. it was again it so i don't i don't oh. think it was that bad um but it was another one where so many penalties it just made a mockery of it again f f1 need to think about this in the future whether yeah. it's whether it's just increasing the allocation until the teams get more reliable or whatever, but it's just not the whole thing. It, you know, Formula One is it's entertainment. It should be a spectacle, and if there are so many penalties, and it's not it's not like it's the the last race of the season. No, you know, we've been having penalties since just past halfway. Yeah, um, and I mean, so I've, I've I've noted them all down. Okay, go for it because this uh, it really annoyed me. Max Verstappen, five places. Yeah. Esteban Ocon, five places. Mm-hmm. Sergio Perez, ten places. Mick Schumacher, fifteen places. Valtteri Bottas, fifteen places. Kevin Magnussen, fifteen places. Carlos Sainz, back of the grid. Lewis Hamilton, back of the grid. Yuki Tsunoda, back of the grid. It's like In half the race. field, half the field almost. Yeah, because the problem is, is it, it then you kind of just go, why are we doing qualifying? Just why? I mean, I know why they do it. They try and get the position even at the back of the grid and they can help out a teammate and whatever. But it just makes a mockery of qualifying. You might as well just go, do you know what? Everyone who's had something done, start the back and everyone who hasn't, start the front. It's 
it really annoys me. I mean, we were lucky that Monza is one of those tracks where you can help your team out to perform a toe. And yeah. I know you don't really like that. Nope. that much. <laughs> but you do get... Not a fan of that either. If, um, if, if you're going to have penalties on a track... You probably want it on a track where there's still an incentive to get your teammate out. Because mm. if you couldn't do a toe at all, and you're back of the grid, why bother? Yeah. It, it it just annoys me. And it came so close after the other one where, yeah, I'm just not a fan of them, of so many cars taking having so many penalties. And they're harsh penalties as well. You know, yeah. there are, there are... Well, unless you're Max Verstappen, in which case you can start anywhere and still win. Yeah, but, you know, six cars had to go back 15 places or more. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's wrong. They, need, other, they uh, need to look at it. Other than that, I didn't think qualifying was too bad. I mean, it was certainly better than the last time we had a whole bunch of penalties. I thought it was a little bit more exciting. I mean, yeah. the, the toe didn't work all the time. I mean, for example, Hamilton, who was starting at the back of the grid, got a better time than Russell, who he, mm. was, to- who he was towing. Um, so it's not you know it's not that easy as well you know it's not it's not a it's not a foolproof way of you know getting yeah. a quick lap, lap time um i thought leclerc's final lap in q3 was amazing um put everything together um and obviously it's his kind of his home race isn't it what it's his, yeah. his, you know it's ferrari's home race um so he had the whole yeah the tifosi all the, all the you know the, the the fans behind him but we we, we need to talk about um the new person on the grid well, yeah, as well. Nick, Nick De Vries got into yeah. Q2. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's amazing. That in itself is an achievement. And we'll go on to talk about his performance in the actual race. But just to get out of the first qualifying. But what made what made it even sweeter, I think, was... So the Williams has been quite a slippery car all season. Mm. Um, so you would think that it will be good in Monza. Because it's got lots of fast straights. And that's the Williams' strong point yeah. this season. They don't have that many, unfortunately, but they are fast. However, Nicholas Latifi didn't get into Q2. So yeah. it's not like he got into Q2 and Latifi did as well, or Latifi got into Q3, or, no, no, you know, no. he, he mullered. And when did he get the call? It was, was it the Saturday morning? Or I think the... so. Yeah, it's outside for the Friday. It was the morning of, and he had to literally just hop I in the think car it, and I drive. I think it might have been the Saturday, the Saturday morning, because I don't think he was on, I don't think he was on Friday practice. Mm. But anyway, he just, you know, he got the call, had, you know, kind of Nico Hulkenberg style. Um, <laughs> had to like, you know, to, 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 you know, to get his seat fitted right. and all that. And... I'm just going to put this out there. If somebody phoned you right now and said, tomorrow, Andy, we need you to drive a Formula One car, are you going to say to them, Sorry, I I think I need more notes than that. There would be an Andy shape like hole in that wall. <laughs> like hold my beer <laughs> as you fly out the door, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's an amazing opportunity. But he did. I wouldn't do as well as he did. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know he he performed. He Not performed to doubt amazing. you, but yeah. yeah I, no, no, no. He, he probably he, wouldn't. He was he was amazing. Uh, you know he was. I don't know. He was he was consistent. He put in some decent. I mean he he. I think he went off didn't he in Q two. Right yeah, towards yeah, the end, yeah, yeah, I had, had a, little... a tiny bit of an off, and that just that that kind of just knocked a few tenths, I think, off his yeah. time to stop him getting into Q three. But he was very close into getting into Q three, and just getting into Q two was amazing. Yeah, I mean, how many times does the Latifi get into Q two? That's true. So yeah. he qualified thirteenth, which is amazing. Yeah, and but he he qualified, th- but he, he started like eighth or something, didn't he? Yeah, because, because of all, of all the penalties. Yeah, so yeah, that was. Um, yeah, that was a good start for him. Yeah, should we um, should we talk about the race a little yes. bit? Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. So as we've said, really mixed up grid. 
because of the penalties. And I don't, yeah. so from a race point of view, I don't mind it as much because it mixes it's quite, things up. A well, bit. It's quite nice to see overtakes. Yeah. Um, but they could be, they could do other things to, if they wanted to do that. You know, they could like, like with the sprint races and stuff, they could have a, they could have another race where they reverse the grid. Yeah. And, and do something like that where it's not, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's not, um, uh, you know, it doesn't count towards pole or, or, or anything. They could just, they could have quality and then they could have like two races, one, one shorter one, which is a reverse grid for a certain amount of points. And then, you know, one, one standard race where pole, pole is pole. Um, I'm, I'm happy for them to experiment with all of those things. I think there's two things that need to be taken into account. Spend cap and these penalties for extra parts because I don't think either of them are realistic at the moment. I, um, I, I'm, I'm happy for the FIA to experiment and to try different things, but then I think you have to give the teams the opportunity. If they're, they're, the teams are the ones taking all the risk, you know, in terms of the finance and the you know engine parts and stuff like that. So I think that the FIA have to be fair in saying okay we're going to do this but this if you change a part or something it won't or it, you know if you spend more because we're doing more sprints and there's higher risk there's higher you know engine anything like that i think at the moment it just seems really harsh the regulations seem tighter than a ducks something and and I, yeah i really feel for these teams because um, they're having to try and make really big decisions, mm. and I, I, I think there's, I think there's a massive disconnect at the moment between the FIA and the constructors. I think it's just getting worse. In all honesty, I think it's getting worse. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the sprint races. Only as we've discussed in the past that mm. you know every race should be a sprint race. Anyway, so um, Verstappen did very well. I mean, he stormed through the grid. Even on the first kind of couple of laps, didn't he? which was kind of expected because yeah. the Red Bull's a quick car and he's a great driver. Um, but he, you know, he, expected he, but not guaranteed. He still had to. Oh yeah, no, no, he still yeah. had to work for it. Yeah, um, but which he's done quite a lot this season actually, where you go, oh yeah, but you know, it's a really quick car. But if you look at what he was like last season, making mistakes, being you know a little bit impetuous. You know, he's not making those kind of... He's a, yeah, he's a better driver. Yeah, than, he's a bit more mature. He's a bit more like, okay, take your time, get him on the next one. You, you know, and he's not making those really rash Yeah, and he's, errors. he's an absolute... He's he's a racer and not just a driver as well. You mm. know, there, there are some drivers who are fine at the, at the front. Um, so Vettel was amazing. You know, stick him in the Red Bull back in the day. And he'd he'd just squeeze every you know every kind of ounce of performance out of the car to get mm. you know to get pole position almost every time, and then come the race he'd rock it off the line, get one or two seconds ahead by the end of the first lap, and just be able to maintain his lead. And he was amazing at that. He had, yeah, but you know it was he'd be able to get the most out of the car. His tire management was amazing. A fantastic driver. When he was a few positions back. He'd sometimes not, not really struggle, but he wouldn't overtake as fast as someone like Fernando Alonso would, mm. or or Max Verstappen, or Lewis Hamilton, 
or you know or some of these other drivers so he you know he and, and he, he could overtake but wasn't quite the you know the out and out racer yeah. that say Verstappen mm. is who will okay. just get past anybody so yeah it's it's good it's good watching Verstappen get get past them um they had I'm speaking of Vettel he had power unit issues didn't he, he had that yeah. early early DNF um and that kind of changed the race a little bit because Leclerc pitted, didn't he? Went from soft to mediums. <laughs> yeah. And but the the safety car, virtual safety car, was very quick. It wasn't as um, look. I, I think it kind of messed him up coming into to pit then. Yeah, a little bit. And, and obviously Verstappen stayed out, didn't he? Um, and then he pitted on twenty lap twenty six. Um, but then Leclerc pitted again on thirty three. So he he didn't stay too long on the on those tires I, i've just it's a real shame that vettel's last monza was a dnf as well because mm. that's when he had his first race win in 2008 i think i think it's 2008 it was, it was in the wet do you think it's the last in the, time? in the toro rosso do you think it is a proper full retirement for him this time do you reckon he'll be convinced to come back in a couple of years well so he said that he he said he may come back in a non-racing capacity. Right. So okay. he might come back as like a consultant or something for Red Bull. But it wouldn't surprise me if in a few years' time... He does one, one you know, final season. He can, yeah, he could come back and, and he'd get a drive with with you know, with know most teams, I would have thought. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a shame that he's like... Because Monza was like his first win. And yeah. it's like, I imagine it's quite a special place for him. And to have a, to have a DNF um, that early in the race is pretty... Pretty rubbish. There was also one other person that had a DNF, but I don't want to mention his name. Well, there was a few. Well, we, yeah, we kind of, we, well, we kind of have to. Yeah. So, the, I mean, so the race was the race was pretty good. It wasn't um, it wasn't amazing, um, uh, but there was some there were some decent overtakes, um, a few DRS trains. Um, yeah. But it's good that the thing that's good is that they can tailgate now, and 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 do it lap after lap after lap so okay you see cars struggling in these DRS trains but at least they're there's kind of close like quarter 10, racing yeah laps. whereas before you do it for two laps and then be, they'd be told to, to ease off to, to because the tyres would tread yeah so that's a, that's a good thing I think we do have to mention okay so, so firstly <laughs> I'll let you mention <laughs> firstly Hamilton did well I thought and it reminded yes. me of I think it was Turkey in 2020 when it was a little bit damp and he was just spent the first like 20-25 laps Trying to find the best lines through the corners, and he struggled a bit, didn't he, on the on on the uh, on the first set of tyres? Yeah. Um, but then he spent time trying to work out different lines and stuff, and then the second half of the of the race, he kind of came alive, um, and you know, kind of rocketed through the rocketed through the pass. He did well, but we do, we do need because it, it did finish under a safety car. Yeah. And um, and but the thi- and also it it's, it messed Lando Norris up as well. Because Lando came in and put a new set of softs on, or I think it might have been an old set of softs, but he, he came in for a tyre change, expecting that everyone else would. Well, yeah, because a, there a few, would be a, a bit did. of a sprint a, a, at the end. A couple, a couple, a couple of drivers did that, didn't but they? But Perez didn't, and Science did though, didn't he? Took that extra place, yeah. Science did. So yeah. he, he lost a place, and, and yeah, so so did Norris. But yeah, Ricardo had had a DNF, unfortunately. He was doing all right as well up to that point. He wasn't doing... I mean, he wasn't lighting the world on fire, but he was... No, it wasn't, keeping it up wasn't his worst race, though. Yeah. He, he was doing doing pretty okay. Um, but, again, get back to our back to our young man, De Vries. Finished oh, ninth. I know. 
first first race ever gets two points mm-hmm. in the Williams as well. What was brilliant about that? Sorry, I'm just um, drinking some Chablis. Um What was lovely about that is he pulled up into the pit lane, and he was so tired. He also didn't know how to get out of his car, so he had other drivers coming up and obviously like um, shaking his hand. And he was having to phone the pit crew and go, can somebody come and get me out of the car? He didn't know how to get out. And he was just like, I'm so tired. <laughs> I think fair play to him. That was absolutely brilliant. Well, yeah, so he, he drove amazingly well. Uh, Whereas got, got Latifi... The day. Well, yeah, so Lat- Latifi now... 15th. I know, but he's just... <laughs> he shouldn't laugh. But Latifi, man, he's, man, he's now managed to get 21 out of 20 again. Um, really? Well, yeah, of course, because oh, no. he's, got, he's got no points. He's got no points, so he's... <laughs> He's still he's still ahead of Hulkenberg because he's got a higher no. placing than Hulkenberg. We've still got no points. So Nick DeVries is now oh god, look at this! It's now twentieth, and Latifi is twenty one out of twenty. No, so DeVries comes in, does one race, and beats Latifi's entire season. Yeah. No, well, so te- technically, because Latifi has points, and sorry, because DeVries has points place. and Latifi doesn't, he's like he has an infinite number. Point, you know, the infinite times that, that you know the points that Latifi has. It's, yeah, it's just you know you can't you can't even compare. You can't say that De Vries has twice the number of points or three times or four times. It's like well, Latifi has nothing to multiply. I love the fact nothing. that in a uh, in a championship of twenty people, Latifi's twenty first. I know, I know. So I've got a few other. Uh, do, you, do you have anything else no. about the well, race? Well, just the. Um, yeah, I, I was really impressed with it. I really hope that there is likelihood that there's a seat going. And I think that you can't underestimate somebody coming in at last minute, qualifying well. And he he really had to hold it. in a, That wasn't an easy race to hold his position. And, you know, to be in the points, that was in doubt for the yeah, latter half. Yeah, and it's not an easy that. car to drive either. Well, and he did really well. So I think that... You know, credit where credit is due. If you if you want to signal your ambition for a seat, that's how you do it. Well, that that was as good as George Russell stepping into the Mercedes, I think, and almost mm. winning. It's it's that kind of you know yeah. really setting the world on fire. So I've got a question for you, and I don't okay. I don't. This is a bit obscure, so I don't anticipate you getting this. Okay? <laughs> I like obscure. Questions. I will be I will be extremely impressed if you can if you can get. Oh, this. it's trivia. It, it is true. Oh, I'm unlikely to get this, but fire it at me. Okay, so what do Max Verstappen and Rubens Barrichello have in common? I mean, they've probably got a few things in common, but what am I? What am I thinking about? Mm. It's to do with Monza. Then I have no idea because it was wasn't it Verstappen's first Monza win? Uh, yes. But obviously, everyone who wins at Monza has to win first. As, you know, has a, has a first one. Okay, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So they've both won the Italian Grand Prix at Monza under a safety car after a McLaren stopped between the two Lesmo corners. No way. Yeah, do you remember Hamilton in two thousand and nine? I think it was. He was yeah, I think he was in like third, he, wasn't he? Stopped, and, yeah. and he well, I mean, Hamilton didn't really stop. He kind of like spun the car around and crashed. Um, but yeah, he said it, it, it was like two or three laps from the end. Um, McLaren spun around because he was just chasing, and he was he was going for it because he you know he had to, and he was gunning it around the first Lesmo uh, and ended up spinning the car around, crashing, 
causing the, the race to, to end on I'm, the safety car. I was really gutted as well that it ended on the safety car. But what I will say is that was the rule. They didn't suddenly red flag the race so they can do something weird and crazy. We all know what we're referring to there. You yeah. know, they they just carried out the rules. And I think I think you should do. And mm. unless they want as boring to... as it was, it's well, it's only it's for a, it's only for a few laps. You know, yeah. it's only a few laps to the end, so we didn't miss too much racing. I mean, they, I guess they could if they wanted to bring in a rule. The only one they could do is something along the lines of if there's, you know, we won't have any safety cars in the last ten laps, something like that. If something requires a safety car, it's an automatic red flag. They yeah, could, so we can they do, could yeah, do yeah, something that like would that. Be, that would be fine, and that would be slightly slightly more fair mm. personally i think they should just carry on as because how many how many times i mean that was such an obscure fact yeah you know, how many times do, do the the races end under the safety car it's not often I, mean, I don't even think it happens normally once a season no it's once probably every other season or so yeah yes if, it's if that. boring but like you say it's, it's the um yeah if if they said oh if something happens in the last 10 laps we will instantly red flag it so we can at least do a yeah. It, it might work, but I think I think if they if they did that, then there would be lots of almost unnecessary red flags. Um, yeah, and and also you then then it's into conspiracy because people will know that you could have somebody's teammate spoon it into a wall to generate a red flag. Yeah, and if you don't, if you leave it up to the stewards. <laughs> race control. Then, oh, they're amazing, aren't they? Then they might make yeah. the wrong decision. So exactly. I think I think they did. I think they did the right thing. So should we look at uh, constru- uh, drivers? Well, I've got a few. Yeah, tell you, what, you do that, and I've got a few other okay. things to. So, uh, I've got a few other things to, uh, so to talk about. As, as we predict, Max Verstappen three three five, Charles Leclerc two nineteen, Perez two ten. So Perez is still hot on the uh, heels of Leclerc there. Uh, George Russell two oh three. So George Russell is catching Perez and Leclerc. Well, so those four can still technically win the championship. They're not. They're not ruled out. And I'll, I'll go into that in a bit. Carlos Sainz one eight seven. That's, and then Lewis Hamilton one six eight. So there is a world in which Hamilton could catch Sainz. I I don't I don't think that's outside the realms of possibility no. based on Ferrari's strategy calls. Yeah, and then it drops significantly to Lando. Uh, down at 88 and then Esteban Ocon at 66 and Alonso at 59 so there's a nice battle for 7th there but Lando's really holding his own uh, in the drivers now in the constructors you've got Red Bull 545 I think that's a done deal it's not as much of a done deal as the drivers though because <laughs> they are honestly because they are closer yeah. so he can I'll go into it in a bit but potentially he could win in Singapore. He could win the championship Ooh, in Singapore. Okay. I'll, go, I'll go into how that that will happen nice. in a bit. But but um, Red Bull cannot win the constructors' championship in Singapore because Ferrari too close. Right, Ferrari four hundred six, Mercedes three seven one. So even in constructors, Mercedes are creeping up on Ferrari. Yeah, they could they could do that. Um, Alpine at one two five, and then McLaren at one oh seven. And we all know why Alpine are ahead of McLaren. Um, that race should be a lot closer. And then Alpha down at 50, 52. So that's a significant drop down uh, for Alpha. So anyway, that's the standings. Right. So I've got a few more things um, to talk about. So 
apparently Red Bull have wanted... You ever heard of Colton... Herter. Herter, yeah. yeah. So he, unfortunately, because they've been trying to get him a super super license, uh, or they've been trying to get him into Formula One. And- yes. So this super license, I didn't even know that was a thing. So you've got to have qualified by doing certain things. Yeah, you basically you get a super license to drive in some of the lower formulae. Um, yeah, GP2, IndyCar, that kind of stuff. And you get you accrue points depending on how, how good you are. Mm. Um, and Colton Herter, I mean, he seems a great driver. I mean, he's, he's, like, he's the youngest driver to ever win IndyCar. And he's, got, he's, he's won seven times, I think, since um, uh, 2019. However, he only has 32 points on his super license, and you need 40. Right. So he's not. He just needs to. He just needs to win a couple more. So he can't. He can't get the drive yet. I think it's because I think it's probably harder to come in from IndyCar than it is to come up to come the in through like GP two and stuff. F2 and um, and he's, he's still. I think he's still only quite young. Um, but they because obviously Gasly's going. Yeah. So they wanted him to replace. Is that obvious that Gasly's going to Alpine? Do you think? Do you think that's a done deal? I, th- I th- yeah I think it, he's, it has it not been announced. I don't think that's been announced. Okay, I thought that was a. Can you can you check? Yeah, I can check. Um, well, we do that, and and I'll 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 talk about another couple of things. Okay. Um, so I mentioned Vettel earlier. He's yes. Yeah, so apparently he's been he's been interviewed and he's talked about potentially coming back, and he hasn't ruled it out. You know, he's saying not as a driver, but that wouldn't surprise me if he you know come back in a few years' time. Mm. But he specifically mentioned like a, a you know remember how Schumacher came back and he was like a yeah. you'd see him in the in the pit lanes for Ferrari as a consultant and stuff. I can see him. Well, I can it's, see him it's doing a nice that little paycheck stuff. for. And and you're still there. You still get yeah. to go to the Grand Prix, and you know he, he could do that for Red Bull. But he's, you know, he's had a 16 year career, and I was looking back. He's had four World Championships, 53 race wins, 122 podiums, and 57 pole positions. That's not 16 bad. Years. That's not bad at all, is it? He's that's a, that's a decent, driver. decent tally. So Pierre, no, hasn't been, hasn't been, ah, hasn't right. been announced. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, Sonoda has, which I think that's a good move. Yeah, I think so because yeah. I can see his potential because he's, he's had a lot of he's had a lot of bad luck. Yeah, um, but he has these moments of genius. Um, um, yeah, Pierre Gasly has not been announced. Yeah, has been yet. Latifi out. Latifi. Oh, do you know what? So we Seven whole points in his career. Not quite as not quite as good as. Um, as and we Vettel. couldn't find his T-shirt at Silverstone, could we? No. Bless him, he never got his T-shirt at Silverstone. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, I'm surprised he's lasted as long as he has. But you saw a really funny thing, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine sent me a, sent me like a, an internet meme. Um, and uh, it basically says, yes, <laughs> it says that Bert Mylander is forced to find another job as the safety car is no longer required after Latifi exit from Formula 1. I mean, he's not going to... He's not wrong. He's not going to be doing as much driving, is he? It's not um, wrong. You know, he's he's had... In the past kind of two or three seasons, he's... We've we've seen a lot of, 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 of Burnt Mylander um, and uh, we're probably not going to see as much. There was um, Mazza spin and Latifi, yeah. who was the moving bollard. Yeah. And... Yeah. I don't think either of them are going to be hugely missed. No. So, have you heard of the Monza curse? No. Well, it's struck again. Okay. Charles Leclerc. Right. Monza 2019 wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2020 DNF. Pierre Gasly. 2020 wins. 2021 
DNF. Danny Ricardo, 2021 no. wins. 2022 DNF. So are we going to see Verstappen with the DNF next season? That's three, three really years, interesting. Three years on the trot, yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't put that together. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah, it's an interesting stat, isn't it? Um, I have a I have a quote about um, from Lando Norris. This headline really annoys me. I'll read the headline and you'll you'll know why this annoys me. Lando Norris breaks silence on Oscar Piastri replacing Daniel Ricciardo at McLaren. Well, I hate I hate that phrase break silence. Why do they say that? Like, well, so like everyone's just been waiting with bated breath as to what Lando Norris is going to say. Yeah, and it's not like it's been years. And it's it? like they they step out on a balcony and go, "Hear ye, hear ye! I doth now speak out on the thing that I doth not speak of before." Yeah, it's basically the first time he's been asked about yeah, it and, and answered. And it's not like they've been haranguing him for six months about what he thinks of it, and he says, it's "No, such no, a, no, I hate it every time." It's, that's so click, that's clickbait. Yeah, it's just it, pure clickbait. It really annoys me. However, it worked because I did click on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he says, uh, uh, I've had two very different, extremely good drivers, Carlos Sainz and Ricardo, in my first few years in Formula One. So I always look forward to working with somebody new. I just hope that there's somebody I can get along with and have some fun with. But I also don't mind if they hate me and never want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that quote. Um, He's a funny lad, isn't he? But it's true. Like, I mean, yes. Would is it is it good if is it better if you get on with them? Probably. You know, you, you're spending time in, um, you know, going around the world with these people, um, to get on with them as a bonus. But in all honesty, they are your biggest rival is your teammate. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it's, I mean, that's, that is just, that's him coming out and saying, bring it on. I don't care who I'm racing against. Yeah. I know I'm a decent driver. Yeah. You know, put me against anyone in the world, whether they like me or not, and I'll be fine. Yeah. So. But he, he hopes it's, you can, it's somebody who can have a bit of fun. He loves signs. I mean, that was a bromance. They absolutely adored each other. I think they still, they still do. Um, so yeah, I think you, you, it is a bonus if, you're spending time with and there's not animosity or you know something really horrible i think that can it can demoralize the team when the two drivers are, can't even be civil well Le- leclerc and science get on really well yeah they're, they're a great team yeah you know i mean and and so ferrari i mean uh with uh vettel and raikkonen they just they they'd like yeah. they they were friends outside of Formula One. They played but badminton Hamil- together. Hamilton They're... and Russell don't seem to be no. They're good and Hamilton yeah. and Bottas obviously had a great relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I th- I think it's I think that's I think it's better to have that than to have Sebastian Vettel and Mark Webber, where they can't stand each other. I yeah. don't think that's I don't think that's good. No, um, but at the end of the day, they're both there to do a job, yeah. so. and they don't need to be best mates. You know, right. uh, you know, they don't need to... just need to keep it civil. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the one thing, the one last thing I wanted to, to discuss was uh, Verstappen winning the World Championship. Yes, okay, so, so talk me through. How can he... Right, so he's 116 points clear of Leclerc and uh, Perez is, is nine behind that. Um, and so, I mean, Russell technically can... Um, can can still win the championship, but it's 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 not likely. And he only needs to beat Russell by six points. But the the way he does so, if if Verstappen wins, 
and Leclerc finishes ninth or lower, and Perez finishes fourth without the fastest lap or fifth or lower, he can win it. That's uh, that's a lot of things, but that's not unheard of. No, and the other way, so Verstappen wins and he gets the fastest lap, which again, so that's not outside the realms no. of possibility at all. Uh, Leclerc can be eighth and Perez fourth, and he's still done it. Right. The constructors can't be won until Japan at the very earliest. Um, so we'll so talk it's about all time. down to Leclerc this weekend if he has a DNF. Because Perez might even get the call to slow down. Well, you mean hold Leclerc up if he's ahead? No, like let's just say that, uh, Leclerc has a DNF, his engine, whatever is out. Okay, yeah. And they know that for for Stappen to get the championship, Perez just has to be fourth. Oh, they wouldn't do that. Honestly, they wouldn't do that. I mean, it's so it's so in the bag. They're not, they're not going to do that just so Verstappen can win this the race earlier other yeah. than the next. That, that would, Perez would be, that would just utterly demoralise Perez. Yeah. And, and in fact, I think he'd tell them to sod off. Yeah. Well, there'd be no need to do it this early. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's not, you know, it's, you know it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be a DNF either. You know, we've seen Ferrari's strategy over the past <laughs> however many races. It's been pretty appalling. They've made some they dodgy decisions. Eighth isn't, it's not unreasonable, you know. If, if the Mercedes do well, which they're they're likely to do, okay in in Singapore, it's not quite as fast a track. Um, McLaren should do reasonably well there, you would think, better than normal. So the the, the really fast in a straight line cars, like um, like the Red Bulls and the Ferraris, and the ones that are they're, you know they're, they're better around fast sweeping mm. corners. They're probably not going to have as much of an advantage. So and you know. It could be. It could be. Well, there's normally a safety car. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anything could happen. We'll see. That makes it really interesting going into the next race. Mm. That yeah, it could it all be. be wrapped up quite quickly. Yeah, possibly. And I wonder if we'll get uh, every other race. You get another announcement about a driver. So now that the Williams have said that Latifi's gone, obviously they'll leave it a nice amount of time. It's at least 48 hours, isn't it? So I wonder if like, we'll, we'll start to hear more about what's happening with um, with you know their spare seat. Yeah, I mean, if if Nick De, Nick DeVries gets it, that'll be great, I think. You know, seeing him, good. I, I think, I mean, with that, that performance in qualifying and the race, I can see him beating Albon. Not that Albon's a bad driver, but he, he put in an amazing performance. And obviously, it was his first time ever. So he's only going to get better with more yeah, with, with more practice sessions and, and more racing. Yeah. So I can see him over the course of the season be, beating Albon in the same car. Well, I, I honestly think that he's at least deserved... He deserves a season to see what he's up to. You know, I don't... He's definitely not going to do worse than Latifi, is he? No, I don't think you can get worse than naught than, than twenty one out of yeah, yeah. twenty one out of twenty. Well, it's not just zero. How much money has he cost them? Because he just kept spooning the car. Yeah, he's. They, he, so you can get worse than naught. You can get <laughs> naught, and also he's cost you a fortune in the fact that he's you can't keep the, the car, car on the track. Yeah, and engine rebuilds and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it is. He's 
bless him, he's a nice guy. He, he, he always comes across as being a nice guy, but he's just not... He, he's he hasn't got the really stuff. really quiet. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's... He's not the best driver I've ever seen. Um, no. So we'll see. I we'll mean, he's had, he's, had, he's had three years. Hasn't <laughs> yeah. he? Three seasons. So he's well, done... the, and this is the thing about Schumacher, is, has Schumacher had enough of a chance to show what he's got? I think so, because most people don't get as much as that. Most people, if it's not... You know, they'll kind of give you a first season... And unless you tell, you know, you, the, the, your first season is, and obviously you do get drivers who who are amazing. You know, Vettel when he first started, he was like driving for BMW, I think BMW Sauber. Um, you know, he was he was he was really good in two thousand and seven, I think it was. Um, Hamilton nearly won the world championship in the McLaren. Uh, Cho Guan Yu, you know, his rookie season, yeah, amazing. You know, some some drivers instantly are really really good. Others take it, but most most take like a season to kind of to bet in, and then it's like the second season. It's like right now you need to start. I yeah, I get obsessed with a name, and then you said, but do, do you remember Ralph Schumacher? And I'm like, I'd completely forgotten about Ralph Schumacher. Yeah, he was a, until you said it, and then I was a, like, a uh, bit of a liability. Yeah, because we all just went, oh, another uh, uh, another great Schumacher. Oh no, it's, no, it's not. Yeah, I mean he's he's not he sadly he is a little bit more like Ralph than Michael at the moment. Yeah. Um but again, how many seasons do you give him? I mean he could be okay, he might be bringing in a lot of sponsorship, but there must be other drivers who can bring in sponsorship as well. Yeah. Um and does he need to leave, go to somewhere else and then come back? He's still young. When you say somewhere else, do you mean like another discipline or yeah, another yeah. team? Another something, yeah. Dunno, he'd he'd struggle coming back. At this, if you've got if you've got ten or fifteen years of experience, you can sod off for a couple of years and come back. Yeah. You know the way that Alonso's done a couple of times, that Raikkonen did, that Schumacher did. It's not unheard of to do that. If you've got that, if you're that great a driver, you've got that much wealth of experience. Um, having a couple of years going away and coming back, I think might be might be more difficult. Mm. I think it might be written off. I'm still I, I still want Hulkenberg back. Yeah, well, I, we'll think see. I think see he's if a you great driver. If, if Hulkenberg comes back, at, uh, you know, for, for one of the teams, I'll be ecstatic. Cut to me looking at my Twitter feed tomorrow. It goes, Hulkenberg's going to like. Oh, that'd like, be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will see what happens in Singapore then. <laughs>